So my name is Andrew Dickens, and today I took a bus to work. I know this is sounding like a 12-step program, isn't it? <laughs> I thought I'd run you through the reason I chose public transportation today uh, to stress that it was my choice, because I was listening to the agitator-in-chief on The Breakfast Show this morning suggesting that uh, public transport is an ideology, but I'd like to stress, in fact, it was my choice to take the bus today. And it's highly bourgeois. And you probably think less of me, or maybe some of you might think more of me for the reasons why. Tonight, I'm going to the opera. Yes. <laughs> so the performance starts at 7.30pm. And here's the thing about opera. If you're not seated by then, you don't get in. You miss half the opera. So you've got to be there by 7.15 or you're really stuffed. Anyway, so now there's a bit of a time thing here. I've booked a little Japanese place I know for some yakitori. I booked it at 5.45 uh, this afternoon in the centre of town near the theatre. So here's my plan. I'm going to leave uh, work here at 5pm tonight after doing my stuff. I'm going to walk to the restaurant. I'm going to meet my date. I'm going to eat my skewers. I'm going to go to the opera at 7.15 and then I'm going to Uber home. Now, why did I bus in? Right? Well, total transportation costs for me tonight will be $1.95 on the bus I've already spent at 9.45 this morning coming into work. Uh, and I know that um, on a Thursday night, around 10 p.m., it's going to cost me about $12, $13 on the Uber to get home. So all up, let's just say $14. Last night, I went to the, to the cinema, and I parked in the very car park that I would have to park in today. And it cost $16 for a night. So me, so far, I've already saved $2. Taking the Uber and taking the bus is less than the parking. But also, I don't have to worry about what's happening now, daytime parking uh, costs. I don't have to worry about the running costs of my car. I don't have to worry about dinging my car and damaging my car, anything like that. My car's sitting at home, not being used. I'm at work. Everything's sweet. The bus ride was nice. The bus was warm. Uh, the reason I bust in, basically, it was an economic choice. And I'm saying that with, because with all the transportation issues in the news this week, I get irritated with the ideologues who are trying to convince you that there is a conspiracy to get you out of your car that is purely an ideology. There is, in fact, a propaganda stream against public transport and buses and trains and ferries and bus lanes and cycle lanes, which ignores the basic fact that no one forces people out of cars... But people choose not to use cars. Now, yes, sometimes they choose it because they have no choice. My sons bike to uni. They cannot afford a car. The cost, the maintenance, the petrol, the insurance, the parking. They chose bicycles. Yesterday, my 23-year-old post-grad son biked in in the middle of the big storm. I said, what are you, you mad? Take the bus. It's got a roof. But he says, I really hate buses, Dad. Uh, and so I'm just going to take the bike. And all he did was put a coat on. Look at that. He bicycled in the rain in a coat. And by the way, it cost him absolutely nothing to go to university. Now, on my bus this morning at 9.45 in the morning, there were 34 seats and 25 people were on the bus. By the way, that is 25 cars not on the road. That's, you know, that's pretty good patronage. Uh, the passengers were basically either young, old or minorities. I'm going to be completely judgmental here and say basically they were poor. I asked the lady beside me why she took the bus today. She says she takes the bus every day. She's divorced. She's working part-time. She'd be late 40s. She could not afford the parking. You know, I'm picking that most of the opponents of public transport investment and infrastructure have a car park at work. They're not the ones who have had to rush out the door to get the early bird parking. 
And they're not the ones who've turned up at 8.45 at the car park after a snarl up on the motorway to find that the car park is full and then they spend an hour circling round town for a park and then whatever park they get, they're worried that they're going to get a ticket because is this totally legal? I'm picking they've not done that. I'm picking the very people who say that public transport investment, you know, is an ideology, have never had to leave work every hour to feed a metre and then got out one stage and found that you were 10 minutes late and you have a $12 ticket on top of your existing parking fees. I'm picking they've never done that. I'm picking they've never driven into town to work for four hours because they've got some part-time work and paid $25 for the privilege of parking, which would come to $125 a week. And I'm looking at the person who did that right now who's producing me, Jess. $125 a week in parking. A week of that, and if it suits... Choosing a bus or bike starts looking good. Jess couldn't, though. She had to go home and pick up the kids and take them to ballet or something. But, you know, it's all choice. You know, I notice a lot of people parking in inner-city suburbs these days, opening the boot, pulling an electric scooter out of the boot and scooting to work. And it pays for itself in a month. People are choosing to do this. And a lot of people are choosing to do this. Uh, announced today, Sunday, the 23rd of June, buses, trains and ferries in Auckland will be free for the day. Why? To celebrate 100 million trips taken on public transport in a year. That's 100 million cars off the road. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, uh, in 2003, 28 million trips. It's quadrupled. By the way, 3,000 people work in my building. There are 240 parks. Do the parkers have any idea how the other 2,750 adults in the building get to work? I guess I get angry at the claim that public transport is an ideology because by saying that you are anti-freedom of choice. No one is forcing you out of your car, but the opponents of public transport infrastructure spend are trying to force you back into a car when a car is increasingly not working. It's all a bit Marie Antoinette. Oh, the peasants are starving. We'll let them eat cake. They can drive into town to do it.